Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Make sure to check out BuiltBar.com right now and use our promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps and you'll get 20% off your next Built Bar order. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Mailbag Monday, December 21st, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for tuning into today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Hope you all had a great weekend. We have a lot to discuss on the show today. Some of you may already know, but for those who don't, over the weekend, the NHL and NHLPA reached a final agreement on a 56-game regular season that will begin on the expected target date of January 13th. So even though most of us already expected this, Now, the 2021 NHL regular season is set in stone and officially will begin on Wednesday, January 13th. That's just a little over three weeks away, folks. Just three weeks away from regular season action in the NHL. Finally, I have been the host of this podcast since the beginning of June, so... That's about seven months now, I think, if my math's correct. I've been the host of this show for seven months. In those seven months, I have only seen nine Blackhawks games played in that stretch. It's been killing me. So I'm really excited to finally have some game action to break down on the show coming up here in not too long. And also just so happy to hear that the two sides, they were able to come together despite many disputes over the financials, and over the details. They they overcame all of that, and they found a way to get the season in. I know 56 games isn't ideal, but it's better than nothing for sure. And actually, our last experience in a shortened season as Blackhawks fans didn't go too bad, so uh, who knows? Maybe we're up for another treat this year. I doubt it, but uh, either way, it's still going to be a lot of fun, and I- I'm so ready for hockey to come back into my life. Let's get into some of the details that uh, emerged along with this agreement over the weekend. So what we now know is that the NHL, they decided to keep their 23-man roster as it has been in the past. There were some talks of expanding it to uh, as many as 26 players, but ultimately they decided on keeping it at 23. However, there will be a four to six man taxi squad that is allowed to travel and practice with the NHL team throughout the course of the season. Uh, I'm not sure how the taxi squad is all going to work besides I know four to six guys can be on it. Um, I'm not sure if the same players have to remain on the taxi squad throughout the year or or whatnot, Um, but extra players will be allowed to travel with the team. Basically the same circumstances as 
the 2020 postseason. And for the Blackhawks, this will be extremely helpful because as I've mentioned many times in the past on this show, they have a pretty big crowd both on defense and in their bottom six forward group. So this taxi squad, it'll allow the Hawks to keep some additional guys around who may not have been there had had it just been limited down to a 23-man roster. So I think this will be helpful. I could see guys like uh, like Brandon Peary, Matthew Highmore, maybe Zach Smith, John Quenville. Those type of guys, I think, will fill in on the taxi squad for the Blackhawks. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see what route the Hawks want to go with their taxi squad because it, it's not as simple as just keeping around some extra guys. They have to consider the option of putting some young prospects on their taxi squad. And I know that's enticing because you want those young prospects up and practicing with the NHL club every day, being around the guys, learning what it's like to be a professional hockey player in the NHL. You want them to get those experiences, but at the same time, if they are going to get more actual game reps down in Rockford, then I think you would rather have them do that so they can just get more game experience. But I don't know. I'm not the one I'm not the one calling the shots. Uh I'm sure we'll know more about that topic once training camp opens up for the Blackhawks. And speaking of training camp, the Blackhawks along with the 23 other teams that qualified for the playoffs last season, they will open training camp on January 3rd, while the seven non-playoff teams, they will open their camps on December 31st. So the Blackhawks will only have 10 days of training camp before playing their first game of the regular season, and there will also not be any preseason games. So as a result of that, camp is going to be even more crucial this year than ever. And with so many positions up for grabs on the Blackhawks roster heading into the season, I think camp is going to be very competitive, and it might even get a bit chippy just because... As as I said, so many guys are going to be fighting for so few spots. They're going to want to stand out. They're going to want to make sure they get noticed by the coaching staff. So those 10 days for the Blackhawks in training camp, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a little heated and it's going to be very important. And whoever shows their stuff, they'll likely get the first look for the Blackhawks in the regular season. The final details that still need to be figured out besides the schedule, obviously, Uh, are the divisions. We're still waiting to hear from Canadian health officials about whether or not they will allow an all-Canadian division to play in Canada in 2021. If not, the seven Canadian teams will be forced to move for the United States, uh, forced to move to the United States for next year. Uh, And I believe they will still play in their own division, even if it's not in Canada. So I think the divisions are sort of figured out regardless, but we still have to hear from these officials before anything becomes final. At the moment, the Blackhawks are looking at a central division with the Carolina Hurricanes, Columbus Blue Jackets, Detroit Red Wings, Dallas Stars, Florida Panthers, Nashville Predators, and the defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. Originally, St. Louis and Minnesota were uh, supposed to be in the Central, but they have now been moved out to the Pacific Division, while Carolina and Dallas were added to the Central to even things out. So if this is, in fact, the division for 2021, it is going to be tough on the Blackhawks. This is a top-heavy division with Tampa Bay, Dallas, Carolina, I think all three of them are going to be competing for the Stanley Cup next year. And then also Columbus, even Nashville and Florida, they all should be right there on the cusp of a playoff spot. So really, 
I expect the Blackhawks to be at the bottom of the division along with Detroit next year, but that's okay. It's still going to be fun to see a ton of young prospects try and make their mark on this team, try to solidify themselves as part of the future, and that's the fun part of the rebuilding process. So even though this is going to be a tough division again for the Blackhawks next year, don't let that discourage you from watching this team because this is going to be a crucial, crucial season that will tell a lot about if the Hawks can right this ship sooner rather than later. And also, with all 31 teams having a shortened training camp, the on-ice result is probably going to be pretty sloppy. So there is a chance that the Blackhawks win some games they otherwise shouldn't because of the rust factor from the offseason. Alright, I think that takes care of all the details that came out over the weekend along with the agreed-upon 56-game regular season. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to take a look at Blackhawks defenseman Nikita Zadorov and preview how he will fare on the ice this season. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar has a ton of awesome flavors like salted caramel, peanut butter brownie, German chocolate cake, and they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, all of which like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they're also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps to get 20% off your next order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option and use our promo code LOCKEDON in all caps for 20% off your next Built Bar order. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at JackBushman2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and to follow Locked On Blackhawks for free wherever you listen to your podcasts and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Alright, I just finished up discussing all the details surrounding the 2021 NHL regular season. Moving on now, it's time for our daily Blackhawks 2021 season preview segment, with today's feature being newly acquired defenseman Nikita Zadorov. So, of course, Zadorov was acquired from the Colorado Avalanche this offseason as part of the Brandon Saad trade, and initially, a lot of Blackhawks fans weren't happy to hear that the team failed to get either a first-round pick or a top prospect in return for Saad, including myself. I still find it a little questionable, but only because of the depth chart. It's a numbers thing for me. It has nothing to do with Zadorov's play, and the way he plays the game I really do think that Blackhawks fans are going to fall in love with this guy. For one, he's a six foot six defenseman who isn't afraid to use his size. He's not necessarily a fighter, but he's he's very physical in his own zone and around the net, and that's one area where 
The Hawks were needing some help. They needed to get tougher in the defensive zone, and Zadorov will now provide exactly that going forward. So I like the addition, but as I said, I just didn't agree with the decision because it makes things a little difficult when Adam Boquist, Ian Mitchell, and other young guys are trying to play every night to get better, and that's the focus of the Blackhawks now in the rebuild is seeing what young pieces they have. So bringing in Zadorov, it only created more of a logjam. But at the same time, Stan Bowman, he went on uh, his podcast tour after the Hawks announced the rebuild, and he talked about a lot a lot about how they really like Zadorov and, and they think he can be a top-four guy on the left side for us. So with that being said, I do expect the former first-round pick to play a lot of minutes next year, especially on the penalty kill and also in the third period when we're in a tight game or we're trying to hold on to a lead. And taking a look at the Blackhawks' projected pairings for next season, I think Zadorov will start the year on either the second or third pairing with Keith and Boquist locked in as the top pairing, and then that will put Zadorov with either Ian Mitchell or Connor Murphy. I, I, I personally like the idea of Murphy and Zadorov together because that so-called shutdown pairing of Murphy and Calvin DeHaan, it was not very good for the Blackhawks in the playoffs. I know DeHaan was coming off a shoulder surgery and kind of rushed back in to get into the lineup, so maybe that had something to do with it, but I, I think Zadorov and Murphy, they have that potential to be a really solid second pairing for the Blackhawks. But honestly, Zadorov and DeHaan, they're very similar players. Both bigger body defensemen, bigger body defensive defensemen. They both, neither of them rack up all that much offensively. And that was another reason why I questioned the trade. It just it just felt like we, we didn't need both Dahan and Zadorov with all the young guys coming up and coming into the lineup. But at the same time, it, it does give the Hawks a little more depth. So there are there are definitely pros and cons to having both Zadorov and Dahan in the lineup. As for what we can expect out of Zadorov stats-wise, well, he's not going to put up many points. It's just not his repertoire. His career high is 20 points, and last year in 64 games, he only had 13. So in 56 games this year, probably something around 10 points for Zadorov, but that's that's not what you should be focused on with him. He's not he's not a numbers guy. O- only only in terms of hits and block shots is he really a numbers guy. That's where he'll rack numbers up. But what you want to focus on with Zadorov is how he's going to affect the penalty kill and how he fares possession-wise. In his career or early on in his career, I should say, he he didn't start out very good possessions-wise. He was around 45 to 47% on and Corsi, but the last two seasons he's been right below 50. Uh, two years ago it was 49.4, last season it was 49.8. So he's made some strides in that area. He's getting it better, getting it closer to 50, and which is right where you want it. Obviously, you want stuff higher than 50, but 50 and above is is good in terms of how you break down those analytics. So he's getting closer to that, um, and that's where the Blackhawks are hoping Zadorov can have an effect. They're hoping he can drive possession in their favor with his shutdown play at even strength. So don't focus on how many points Zadorov is going to put up. Pay attention to his Corsi, how well he plays with the team shorthanded, how many block shots and hits he's racking up, and really pay attention to how how he is impacting this team without just looking at the statistics. 
Alright, I think that wraps up Nikita Zadorov's 2021 season preview. Coming up in just a minute is our weekly Mailbag Monday fan segment, where I answer a question from a couple of lucky listeners right here on the show. But first, I need to talk about Bet Online AG. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action by going to betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and use our promo code LOCKED ON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Are you ready for some football? College football is heading into bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend. Plus, the NFL regular season is finishing up with the playoff picture becoming clearer every week. And there is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. You can also visit our good friends and exclusive partner on social media at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonlineag. Locked on Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at Talkin' Hockey. Or you can also always email the Locked on Blackhawks email, which is LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with their draft picks or their moves during the free agency period. Okay, I just finished up Nikita Zadorov's 2021 season preview. Now it's time for our weekly Mailbag Monday fan segment, where I answer a question from a couple of lucky listeners right here on the podcast. So the first question I want to answer today comes from at MartinH653 on Twitter, who asked, Could the lengthy contract discussions with Dylan Strome lead to a trade before the regular season starts? Well, Martin, I I hope not. But it is a possibility because of all the depth pieces the Blackhawks now have in their bottom six. And with Kirby Doc established as our second-line center of the future, that leaves Strom as our third-line center going forward. And if you watched the Hawks last season, then you know Strom had some issues at the center position. And that actually led to him playing on the wing a ton in the second half of the season. That experiment turned out to be a, a complete failure. But it's notable right now because... Clearly, the Blackhawks have had some doubts about Strom at center, and now we know he can't play on the wing, so he's strictly going to be at center going forward. And what did the Hawks go and do this offseason? Well, they signed Matthias Janmark, a guy who he, he plays mostly on the wing, but he has played some center. And they also signed Lucas Walmark, who he has been strictly a center. He's been a great two-way fourth-line center for the Carolina Hurricanes the past couple of years. And don't forget, David Kampf is still around. So now there are more centers than we have open spots for. So I think the thought of trading Strom has crossed the Blackhawks' minds after what we've seen from Kirby Doc and going out and getting Lucas Walmark. But with all that said, I do expect a deal to be reached between the two sides. Stan has made it seem like... They're still just ironing things out. I know Dylan Strom just got a new agent as well. Um, so 
I, I think a deal is going to be done. A trade isn't out of the question. I just would not expect that to happen in the next couple of weeks before the season starts. The second question I want to answer today comes from Shane Curlins, who emailed in the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast his question, which was, how many goals do you realistically think Alex DeBrinket will score next season? 41 the year before, then 18 in 2020. What can we expect in a shortened season? Yeah, DeBrinket definitely had a tough go of it last year, uh, but when you look at his subliminal numbers, he was really doing the same things that he has in the past. He just wasn't getting the final result. Like, you look at his shots on goal for one example. His shots on goal were right on track with what they have been, but his shooting percentage was 10% lower than it was in 2019. So what it really came down to is he just didn't have the same puck luck or he just didn't catch the same breaks he did when he scored 41 goals. I, I think it bounces back just fine for the Blackhawks this season. And I think in a 56-game shortened season, I think he finishes somewhere right around 20 goals. I don't know if he hits 20, um, but I think he's going to be somewhere right around that mark. In an 82-game season, I'd I'd predict around 30 for Dabrinkit. So I think 18 to 20 in 56 games of work, I think that's that's what we can expect out of Alex Dabrinkit in 2021. And he's going to be playing in the top six for the Blackhawks a lot this season. Last year, he was bouncing around the lineup. He never he never really got a, got a consistent spot in the lineup. And this time around, I think he settles in on either the Hawks' first or second line, and he gets back to being the consistent goal scorer we were expecting to see last year. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Mailbag Monday, December 21st episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Locked On NHL podcast. Every Monday, Locked On Kings host Sarah Avampato interviews local experts covering the biggest stories in hockey, get reactions to blockbuster trades, deep dives on the teams destined to be at the top of the standings, and analysis of hockey's hottest stars by subscribing to Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Strictly Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, feel free to email LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until the next episode, thank you again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.